Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, the topic, letting the good stuff happen. You know, I think this is, you know, a lot of deservability that, you know, the kinds of gifts that I've received <coughs> and feeling, you know, the misplaced guilt and shame that they talk about in UA and, you know, you know, money is just energy, and even though it was a higher power, you know, there's no transaction involved, and a lot of times it gives people joy to give. Back to the reading. Before recovery, my relationships were lousy. I didn't do very well on my job. I was enmeshed by my in my dysfunctional family, but at least I knew what to expect, and comfort is not safe. You know, expansion is what is safe. I want the second half of my life to be as good as the first half was miserable. Sometimes I'm afraid it won't be. Sometimes I'm frightened it might be. The good stuff can scare us, you know? You know, I had an episode earlier about, you know, just kind of being in your tribe. So back to the reading. Change, even good change, can be frightening. In some ways, good changes can be more frightening than the hard times. The past, particularly before recovery, may have become comfortably familiar. We knew what to expect in our relationships. They were predictable. They were repeats of the same pattern, the same behaviors, the same pain, over and over again. They might not have been what we wanted, but we knew what was going to happen. Right. And that was why leading to management of expectations. This is not so when we change patterns and begin recovering. You know, changing patterns like recording time, being organized, shining, and receiving. We may have been fairly good at predicting events in most areas of our life. Relationships would be painful. We'd be deprived. Each year would almost be a repeat of the last. Sometimes it got a little worse, sometimes a little better, but the change wasn't drastic. Not until the moment when we began recovery. Yep, and that's where, you know, when I get caught in the day-to-day events, I just realized four and a half years ago my life was at stake, and it's no longer that case. Then things change, and the further we progress in this miraculous program, the more we and our circumstances change. We begin to explore uncharted territory. Things get good. They do get better all the time. We begin to become successful in love, in work, in life. One day at a time, the good stuff begins to happen, and the misery dissipates. We no longer want to be a victim of life. We've learned to avoid unnecessary crisis and trauma. Life gets good. How do I handle the good stuff? Asked one woman. It's harder and more foreign than the pain and the tragedy. The same ways we handle the difficult and the painful experience, I replied one day at a time. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Today, God helped me let go of my need to be in pain and crisis. Help me move as swiftly as possible through sad feelings and problems. Help me find my base and balance in peace, joy, and gratitude. Help me work as hard at accepting what's good as I've worked in the past at accepting the painful and the difficult. The next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, the topic, New Relationship Behaviors. We talk much about new relationship behaviors in recovery, allowing others to be themselves without overreacting and taking it personally, and owning our power to take care of ourselves. We talk about letting go of our need to control, focusing on self-responsibility, and not setting ourselves up to be victims by focusing on the other person while neglecting ourselves. We talk about having and setting healthy boundaries, talking directly, and taking responsibility for what we want and need. 
While these behaviors certainly help us deal with addicted people, these are not behaviors intended only for use in what we call dysfunctional relationships. I think setting boundaries is huge. These behaviors are new relationship behaviors. They help us in stressful relationships. They can help us get through times of stress in healthy relationships. The recovery behaviors we're learning are tools, healthy relationship skills that help us improve the quality of all our relationships. Recovery means self-care, learning to take care of ourselves and love ourselves with people. The healthier we become, the healthier relationships will become, and we'll never outgrow our need for healthy behaviors. Today, I will remember to apply my recovery behaviors in all my relationships with friends and coworkers, as well as in my special love relationship. I will work hard at taking care of myself in these troublesome relationships, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, serious, figuring out which skill must might best apply. I will also consider ways that my healthy relationships might benefit from my new relationship skills. And that concludes today's readings of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Cool Want. Salute you.